Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Hey, y'all, and we're here to make sure everything is good with you and you are good with everybody. Now, I know my background looks a little uh, janky, but don't worry about it. Just taking care of some business out of town. So um, I will be back to my regular domain here shortly. What's going on with you, Camille? How are you feeling? Hey, everything is everything. You know, um, as you see... I don't have my my brace on today. Oh, that is true. That is true. Didn't even recognize it, but you got turtleneck on. Is it a tight turtleneck or what? It, it's it's not. You know, <laughs> it's it's uh it's pretty uh loose, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, it's raining, so you know, long sleeves and little turtle turtleneck is gonna do me good right now. Right on, right yeah. on. So I gotta I gotta stretch a little bit. He wants me to start kind of weaning off of the soft one during the day. So as long as I'm at home, I don't mm-hmm. have to wear it. There you go. Good, good, good. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you're uh, getting together and getting getting back uh, where you need to be, right? And yes. so, but ladies and gentlemen, glad that y'all are here today. If this is your first time tuning in, love you, love you. Good morning, good morning. Let us know that you are here. Say good morning. We won't bite and share this. Share it, share it, share it, because y'all, we're talking today about the need to be and that can fall in so many different realms right you have the need to belong you have the need to be loved you got the need to be seen we all have a need to be and today we're going to talk about that and what it is that you can do to uh navigate through that so it's not necessarily a need to have, but it's something that you can have or you can have go without. So go ahead, Camille. What you what what you got about that? Like how how do you see this as being something that can help individuals emotionally? Well, I think that um, one we have to recognize that everybody has a need to belong. You know, um, you have needs and connections with yourself. You have needs and connections with other people. So um, knowing that we have to figure out how we navigate that. And so I just, you know, me, I just want to go and just, you know, it it really starts when we're, when we're babies, when we're born, you know, um, you can look at the Freud's and the Maslow's and look at our basic needs, but um, what remains the same, no matter which, uh, you know, scientist or psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever you want to look at, um, as humans, we have a innate need for connection you know, uh, connection to to the world around us, to our families. And a lot of times when you don't get that as children, you know, it affects the way you navigate relationships in your life going through. Um, and belonging can also have negative effects where, you know, you put yourselves in a situation where you want to belong so bad that you will... Um, kind of overlook your own values and systems. Mm-hmm. Um, you might stay in places too long um, and things like that. So belonging is a great thing. Um, it increases our happiness. It, it makes us healthier and number of things. But at the end of the day, uh, we have to figure out, you know, where we belong, how we belong, how we interact with the people in the world around us. So, That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's always good. It's always good to 
to belong, right? It's, it's always good to belong. But I believe the most, um, I guess it's not necessarily unfortunate, but it's the, the hardest thing is when we try to force people to give to give us what we need. So, for example, ladies and gentlemen, the first one we're going to talk about is a validation. Okay. Yes. yes. Validation. So, so even our closest partners or or friends, they don't always see. You know, we don't always see eye to eye, and that's all right. But you know, it, according to this one research done in 2016, most couples and friends find it important to operate on the same wavelength, right? So when your partner uh, completely fails to see your perspective, you might feel misunderstood, all right? And so when you feel misunderstood, you feel invalidated sometimes. So it's our responsibility to look at things at a different view and, you know, and just ask yourself or try to ask them, you know, um, hey, this is important to me. Do you understand that this is important to me? Right. And maybe that's all the validation that you need, but you can't expect everybody to go hard at what you think is important. And then if they don't, then you don't have that validation. You, you get what I mean? So we have to be careful about searching for validation from individuals that either A, can't, B, don't see the value in what you're doing. Or D just is just not conscious enough to pick it on up. What you think, Camille? Absolutely, we have to understand too that everybody seeks validation in different ways. Everybody, their needs for validation are different. You know, some people require validation all the time. You know, no matter what they do, they have to have somebody to say it's okay before they move. There are other people that require very little, you know, validation, and they're the ones that say like, you know, um, what's it? Uh, do it and apologize later or whatever. What's the what's the uh, thing? I forget the no, um, no, thing. Uh, uh, ask for ask, ask for permission. For, no. Forgiveness. Yes, I rather yeah. ask for forgiveness than mm-hmm. to ask for permission. That's what it is. Good mm-hmm. morning. Good morning, Chief. Good morning. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we have different needs, and I think that what you said was really important is the art of communication. You know, you have to let somebody know. You have to. First of all, you have to be honest about the fact that you're looking for someone else's approval. That's you know right. what I mean? Right. Um, and it helps them to say, okay, well, if you really need this, you know, then they can give it to you. But if you act like, you know, I don't need nobody, but secretly you're you're searching for approval, you're setting yourself up for failure. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's one of the first things you have to do is be honest about your need for approval. Um, the second thing is you have to communicate that need you know, whatever that is for you, whatever it looks like for you in terms of wanting um, validation. Um, And then sometimes, you know what, you just got to do stuff for you. You know what I mean? You can't expect for somebody to just go along with everything that you say or validate everything. They're not going to agree. And if they like, just say, you know, I like concerts. Don't you like them? They'd be like, "Uh, no. And then you feel like, oh, dang, you don't like Go mm-hmm. out on your own. Yeah, you know, take your own self to a concert. Absolutely. So how you feel? I mean, you know, well, I think I think that before I used to search for that validation uh, because it was it's, it's communal. You you get what I mean? It's communal, and it kind of goes in line with acceptance. 
things. So um, I used to really need that until I realized that I did not need it to move forward. Right? right. And yes, like you said, sometimes validation from others isn't needed. Absolutely. And then I would also say one of my issues that I had to go through to learn was if it's OK with me, am I OK with no one else celebrating me doing it? Yes. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. so once that happened, I was able to do things and keep it pushing and just be all right. You know, but the flip side about that is when individuals do want to celebrate with you, you know, you, 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 you won't, you won't take a compliment, right? You won't, you, you, you won't celebrate with them. This is true. And I think that that, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the double-edged sword. So I believe it's all a balance, right? So it is. Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, with that, you know, talking about that, you know, double H edge sword, you want people to um, celebrate with you, but you might not always celebrate with them. I think that that's that um, kind of that in group thing, you know, like you want to be a part of a group, but then these groups are in competition with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. like my win is somebody else's loss, you that's know, right. and you want people to celebrate your win. However, mm-hmm this person is still feeling a certain way because, you know, just in broad terms, general terms, um, they've lost something because Mm -hmm. of your game. And so it's like, at the same time, if it was the flip side, would you do the same for them? You know, would you cheer for them or, you know, are you going to be all salty and mad and, you know, feel a certain way um, about their celebration of whatever it is when you're feeling a loss? That's right. So those in groups and those, you know, feelings are it is a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah, it very can be. So. It can be. So, ladies and gentlemen, so we're talking about the need to be and how important it is and and or how important it it is for you to understand other people's needs. Right. So the next one is aut- autonomy. OK. And what autonomy is, is being able to be with yourself and celebrating other individuals. So like as a relationship deepens and your partner often begins uh, sharing interests and, and, and activities and other aspects, you might notice you're becoming more close, right? Uh, more of a unit, right? Together, you know what I'm saying? But no matter how long the relationship becomes, it's, a sense of, it's essential to maintain your sense of self, Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to maintain your sense of self. And uh, so while you might have plenty of things in common, you're two separate people, right? With unique goals, hobbies, friends, and values. And keep this in mind, family, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. You yes. being even in friendships, right? It's friendships, relationships, any even occupational. It, 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 you owning and understanding who you are is all right. You're not going to jail with everybody and everybody isn't going to jail with you. That does not mean that they don't like, love, and trust you. They're just their own individuals. You get what I'm saying? So when it comes down to a need to be sometimes, what we do is we shun people because they're not like us or they don't think like us. But however, what we should do is learn how to celebrate 
individuals' individuality because what what makes them different is what we were essentially attracted to. You see, that's what we forget. See, you liked someone or you love someone. What's going on, huh? So you liked and loved someone based off of how different they were. But the longer you got together, y'all start to say, oh, I like this too. We like this too. You like this too. But then when you see the other stuff that they like that you don't like, you're like, oh, why you like that? Why you like, you fool, they been liked it. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be cognizant of that, that need to be and understand you have to stay who you are and the individuals have to stay who they are. Go ahead, Camille. Yes, everybody, you know, the power of your own choice. You know, we talk about self-acceptance. We talk about self-determination, self-awareness, all this, which involves self, which means that you have to make choices for yourself. So it's hard to be in a relationship with someone who wants to tell you what you should do all the time. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it a lot where people, and even myself, you know, the moment I feel like somebody is trying to control my every thought, my every move, how I do things, I'm like, don't you think I have the power to choose what I want? You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I, and I'll start like not physically fighting back, but you know what I mean? I'll start pushing back a little bit because I'm like, I do have a need for autonomy. We are in a relationship. However, there are some things that I know that I need for myself. And you can't tell me what those needs are. You need to listen to what I'm telling you I need. You know, don't try to tell me what I need. I'm exactly. telling you, you know, mm -hmm. because I know better than anybody what I need. So Absolutely. right now I need for you to listen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that autonomy is so important. Um, people will rebuild. Um, people will uh, lash out if they feel like they're under this extreme pressure and control of somebody who doesn't allow them to express who they are, what they want, what they like, you know. And then again, on the same token, we have to remember that, you know, the same autonomy you wanted or the power of choice to say no or, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to go there or I don't like that. We mm -hmm. have to expect that from the other person as well, because mm -hmm. they also have that same need for autonomy. Mm -hmm. You know, and now if y'all just want to be two separate people, you might not want to <laughs> join the right. relationship. If right, it's right, all right. about autonomy and everything, I don't know mm -hmm. how that's going to work. <laughs> but, right. you know, on the on the other hand, if you do, you know, decide to be in a relationship or a group or whatever, you have to understand that people have personal choices as to what they want to do and you have to respect them. Absolutely. You know? So. Absolutely. And, and it's okay. It's okay to do that. And what, what, what we fail to realize is that we, we have individuals in our, uh, you know, our circle, uh, all just, 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 just different things, but we don't respect them and their individuality. Right. And so Hugh says, understanding yourself and having personal time helps keep the relationship stronger. The sooner this is understood, the less confrontations slash disagreements you have in your relationships. That's absolutely true. Thank you for that. You And, and it makes so much sense. And it's, it's just being open and being honest. Say, hey, I like this and this is what I like. Now, if you don't like it, understand that I don't want to stop doing what I like. What you don't want to do when it comes down to uh, that autonomy is lose it. You understand? You don't want to lose that because what that is, is your identity. Now, it's one thing. Don't get me wrong, y'all. I, I I don't care who hear it. If it, this is your if it's, if this is your jam, this is your jam. 
but couples that go out wearing matching outfits is horny to me. I'm with him and I'm with her, but y'all got the same all the way down to the Air Force Ones, right? Down to the same Jordans. To me, that's corny. Whatever. You see what I'm saying? But I understand it's like we're couple, we look like twins, whatever. It's lame to me. However, when it is everything, when you start to lose your individuality, yes. now it, it, it starts to look suspect. Like, okay, what are you doing? And why are we really doing this? Like, okay, we're together. Do we got to you know, now we got to wear matching barrettes now. You get what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? You get what I'm saying? So, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, it, Seth. I, I, I never got to. You think I'm wrong? Like, like, so what, Camille? You what? You you've had matching outfits? No, with, I've never with, had matching outfits, but mm-hmm. I kind of wanna. No, just, <laughs> I, you know, I me mean, color schemes, maybe a shirt now and then, you know, if we have the same designer, but I'm not, I'm not into the matching the whole thing, but who's to say, I don't know. I might one day, I don't know. I just never been there, but <laughs> you know, I say do, well, do whatever you, you like, you know, but it's, it's a point where some things come control, become controlling. You again, lose yourself <laughs> for kids and pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I feel hey. you on that. Even my pictures, we ain't matching. So, Yo, look, I don't listen. know. Hey, hey, Herm, hey, Herman, not far from me right now, and I'm sure he's somewhere rocking the uh, his and hers uh, outfit right now. Yeah, Herm, I, say it ain't so. No, say it's it so. Ain't so. Know it is. Nah, he ain't gonna say nothing. Hey, y'all, look. As a matter of fact, too, before we get too deep into it, y'all, don't forget we're still doing a campaign for uh, the village, y'all. The village is a great organization that's helping the young men uh, to. Uh, uh, to uh, help a young man mentor. They're, they're mentoring young men in the cities of uh, St. Louis. And what we're doing this uh, in front of the Mike incentive is donating uh, donating games and board games to the young men, okay? Because of this pandemic, they're still locked down at home and, and you know, bored stiff. However, they can learn how to play shoots and ladders. You understand? They, they can play uh, Trouble and all that and, you know, learn how to play life in Monopoly. My goodness, right? I don't know if you guys have learned this and I don't know this or not, but in the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the rich dad taught the young man about investing by playing Monopoly. He was like, hey, I'm trying to learn how to, you know, make money. You get what I mean? He says, well, what you think I'm doing? He said, he says, what do you think I'm doing? He said, no, I think we're just playing the game. He was like, this is how you learn about investment. So I'm telling y'all, check it on out. Make sure that y'all, if y'all interested, if y'all interested in donating, you just go to Cash App, give Lions Cast. Uh, it's dollar sign Lions Cast. Make sure you put it in L-I-O-N-S-C-A-S-T. Put in parentheses, the village. Okay. So at the end of May. We're going shopping and just 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 going to get a whole bunch of stuff, right? Just a whole bunch of stuff. But we appreciate everyone that did give. We appreciate your support. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. But yeah. So, but good morning, everybody. Good, good morning. morning. We're talking about the need to be and and to 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 keep yourself sane in friendships, relationships, and working ships. You understand? Yes. Because there's individuals that do things. Uh, for other people because they are lacking a, 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 a certain something in here. And unfortunately, sometimes we do things in order to get that need back. 
always, it, Camille, you heard about that, the golden rule, treat others the way that uh, you want to be treated. Okay, so... Right. So, so, so I cashed that on in and upgraded to the platinum. platinum. Mm-hmm. Yes. You yeah. treat people the way they, they want to be. You see what I'm saying? Because you're going to, you can sit there looking like boo boo the fool trying to t- treat somebody the way you want to be treated. And they don't understand how you're treating them. You see, because yeah. of their background, morals and, and, and upbringing. What you think about that? How important that is? Very important. Um, you know, I had a couple lessons, but I've I've been been uh, saying that for years. You know, having troops or whatever, you can't treat people the way that you want to be treated because everybody doesn't require the same things. Right. You know, you may be a person who needs validation; they don't. They're mm-hmm. a person who are self driven. You know, they need maybe a person who needs affection, and you don't. And if you starve them of that, then they're not getting what they need. And you wonder why they're not performing or whatever. You know, my kids also, my youngest one always said, Mama, I am not my sister. You cannot raise me the same way. And she's right. Um, I have to treat her much different than I do her sister. Now, basic rules are the same, you know, of the house Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. There's a level of respect. But I do have to approach things differently with her because she's a different person and she she requires different needs and so i think that um i was glad you know when i when i saw that platinum roll because it is so true and then you know what that also cuts down on this disappointments because we expect people you know i would never do that well you're not them you know what i mean and so when you understand that um people are not going to treat you the way that you know you want to be treated all the time. They're going to treat you the way that they want to be treated. Then you say, oh, there's something to this, you know, right. because I don't want to be treated like that. If you're dealing with that, that's what you want. That's fine. But it ain't for me. That's right. You know? So that's I think right. that that's, um, that, that's absolutely so important for people to, to adopt. Yes, it um, is. People the way that they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. it's bad. Then you don't yeah, want to do that. Yeah, you know? unless it's bad. And, and I mean, honestly, we're doing everything out of love, right? So, but shout out to everyone that's watching. We appreciate y'all. This is the morning sanity check to make sure you start your week off right. Keep this in mind. Doesn't matter where you're from, okay? Where you're from, where you what you think your week, how your week starts. The thing is, it starts in your mind. So if you are wrapping your mind around, hey, I want my next week to look this way. It's important for you to get a little check in your life so you can realize you've been doing something stupid the last week, you see? So you get your mind together Saturday and Sunday, you're going to push everything on out. And on Monday, you go get your mind right. You dig? So what we're talking about, y'all, is the need to be. The next one is acceptance. That is different than validation. Yes. Okay. Understand that. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Cece. I see you on there. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Reese. Good morning, everybody. Share this. Share, share, share. If you're watching this, if there's anything that you can dig from this, make sure you let your friends and, and family know. Other than that, you're, you're, you're just hating and you don't want to share this good news. <laughs> but so we're talking about acceptance, right? And so it's a sense of belonging but it might increase, right? When you feel or you're giving the other individual an opportunity to, let's say, plan activities together. 
You see what I'm saying? Instead of doing everything, you're 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 helping, you're including individuals in the building process, or you're able to share your dreams, your goals, and your future with those individuals. You, you get what I mean? And you can feel comfortable doing that. They can feel comfortable doing, you know, doing that for you. And the next one is ask for advice and make and when making decisions. Now, keep this in mind, y'all. Not everybody is able to receive that 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 space, occupy that type of space. So I don't I, I say this with love and ask you to, to do this with caution. You can't tell everybody your dreams. You feel me? Because you see what happens when you do, or you can't introduce everybody to your family because some of them might be out of line. The person that you with may be out of line. You don't need them to be accepted by everybody, if that makes sense, you see? So understand what acceptance means. Some people need to be accepted or want to be accepted, but you have to have that conversation to say, hey, listen, I can give you this much, but I need to see this much based off of what you do with what I give you. You see, it's like bringing in two different types of friends. If you have friends dynamics that move this way, then you have another friend dynamic that move this way. What is the good thing that we can do to bridge them together? But if there isn't enough that jails, then it may behoove you to keep that separated and to compartmentalize hopefully that makes sense Camille what do you think about that as far as that acceptance piece the acceptance is I mean it's a natural need for us you know we want to be a part of a group a family mm -hmm. you know when you're dating somebody you hope that they're the type that you can bring home you know and that your family will accept them yes. um and it's just with acceptance in groups like that or relationships you have to be careful because there's a downside to that Mm -hmm. Sometimes the need to be accepted is so great that, mm -hmm. again, like I said earlier, you will compromise your morals, your values, everything you believe in just to be a part of this group. And you'll accept those ideals and things that you know are contrary to what you are about just mm -hmm. to, to fit in or just to have that relationship. You know, oh, he's so fine and everything, but he a dog. You know, he treats mm -hmm. you like... Or, oh, she's so fine, but she's just got the nastiest attitude. But our need to be accepted sometimes is so great that we'll put up with that bad behavior. We'll stay in relationships longer than we should. Mm -hmm. We will, you know, be put in positions in these groups that go against our, our morals and our, and our uh, you know, values just to say we belong to somebody. That's right. So, I mean, acceptance is good, you know, in a, in a lot of senses because we have to have that that um, external, you know, uh, involvement with people. But self-acceptance, you know, this is who I am. Once you accept yourself, you know, and you, you have that energy that you know who you are, the right groups will come. The right That's people true. will come. That's and true. going back to, um, I forgot his name, uh, Hugh, I think it was, mm -hmm. his comment about understanding yourself. Mm 
-hmm. If you understand yourself, you'll understand and you won't compromise um, some of those things too. And you'll understand that there are some groups that you just should not be in. No matter how cool they look, you know, you, ooh, I'm having some um, storms over here. So hopefully the power won't go out. It just flickered. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so once you know yourself and you accept yourself, um, hopefully you won't compromise yourself. That's true. So to be in groups that you don't belong. Absolutely. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, understand this goes both ways, right? Because, you know, some people, some people don't open up easily. Okay. And they, they might have other reasons for not including you in certain parts of their life. Yeah. Understand this. They may have their own reasons. So keep in mind, it's not always you. You get what I mean? Get out of your head. It's not always you. Hopefully y'all can dig that. All right. So that you have that piece, but also keep this, keep this in mind. At the same time, feeling like you don't belong can make it difficult for you to see yourself in a long-term friendship, relationship, or even occupation. So keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, y'all might be doing something for work and you don't feel like you are included, you might want to reevaluate yourself and see, hey, what is my own validity here? It's like in a movie, what's my motivation? You dig? Like, what's my angle? Like, what is it that I'm truly doing? So with that being said, here's, here's a strategy to kind of, kind of work that out. If you haven't already, invite certain people around your groups or if, I would say invite them, you know, like to, their fr- to your friends, family, right? And just have those open conversations. But what you don't want to do is force yourself into groups that you're not invited in. Hey, I'm going to say this real quick. We have groups of individuals that want to be included. Feel as though, hey, this organization over here is not including me and there's a problem. So I'm going to create a campaign to force these individuals to include me or include individuals that look like me. When you do that, ladies and gentlemen, how comfortable do you think you're going to be on the other side of that door? Why? Because they didn't want you there in the first place. Use your discernment. Realize that not every door is meant for you to walk through. Nope. See? So you don't want to push being accepted. It should be a natural thing. You know what? I'm going to give this to you, Camille. Uh, And before the break, (laughs) Eddie Murphy once said, love is like like a fart. Okay? Listen. He says, if you have to force it, it might be yeah. So that's the same thing here. If you need, if you got to force your way into something, you might be, you might be stepping in something right on. But right on. Uh, so, go ahead. What you going to say? I was about saying when you do that, you know, people ostracize you even in the group that you're in. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this about um, rejection and being ostracized. Ostracizing the work center is, is horrible because it affects your performance. It affects how people interact, the, you know, teamwork and everything else. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, neurologically, it, it causes like, you know, when you're accepted in a group, you're all happy. You feel good. You know, the little receptors in your brain that says, you know, I love this or whatever, go off. 
when you're, I mean, rejected or ostracized, it has the opposite effect. It literally damages your brain and the receptors that cause physical pain go off, which is why when we have heartbreak, we feel that you know, that's that rejection that um, I'm no longer wanted. You know, I'm on the out group of this right. relationship, that mm -hmm. physical pain that you feel um, just being with the wrong people or having that breakup or not being accepted in that group, trying to force yourself and they keep pushing you out, pushing you out, constantly subjecting yourself to rejection causes a physical Yes. reaction a physical pain and yes. neurological damage in your brain mm -hmm. just putting out there yeah. i don't want to be nobody where i mean you know nowhere that i'm not wanted okay. <laughs> you know what i'm saying there are yeah. some places that you you need to be you have you need to have a seat at the table but at the same time you know i'm not gonna force myself that's right i'm not wanted. Yeah, and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't, and that's what li life shouldn't be a forced uh, action. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all here on the Sanity Check, we're talking about the need to be, and we have to take a moment for our sponsors, but we will be right back. All right? All right. Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, is a minority, female-owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for-profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one -on -one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to the check. Y'all, we're talking about the need to be, but I do want to let you guys know if you look in the comments, make sure that if you're digging what we're talking about, you go to the lionspride.com reviews and let us know about it. Let us know what this conversation is doing for you or the individuals that's watching with you. And it is so, so important. So important. Also, too, make sure that you download the app Lions Pride Network on Road or Amazon Fire, and that will help you to see our pretty faces and all of the other shows. So we have the Lion's Den, the Lioness Lair that Camille is on. We have the uh, Jermaine Hall show, So Genergy. We got so much stuff going on, y'all. We got so much stuff going on, but uh, uh, it, it's great. So make sure y'all go and download that app, y'all. It, it's, it's some good stuff. It's good stuff. And then you can watch this on High Definition. 
Yeah. Right on. So, so CC, hey, what's going on? CC says, when you don't know yourself, you strive to get validation in numerous ways and keep looking for something that sticks slash fits to boost your self-esteem and image. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And look at my friend, my good old uh hating Thank friend. Thank you, Herm. Thank you, Herm. <laughs> hey, guess what? You on the show. Well, you ain't, you know what? I got you. But look, anyway. But no, but look to, to Cece's point. She's absolutely right, y'all. So we're talking about the need to, to need to be, but we have to understand that everything that we have inside of us is everything we need. Now, everybody else is a want, right? They can add uh, cherries on top of little sprinkles here and there. You did what I'm saying, but no one is ultimately responsible for your happiness or for your uh feeling of self-worth that is yours you understand and how you view it and it's your responsibility to create a space that individuals can operate in for the level of love that you have for yourself Right. Because we talk about this a lot, family. Not everybody is able to love you the way that you need to be loved. That does not mean you change your love. That don't mean you're going to dim down your light just so somebody else can see. Listen, if that fool got to put on glasses because you shining, let him get some glasses. You understand what I'm saying? You don't want to turn down everything out. You know what I mean? That, that's not good. That's not good. And so what's this king says, we don't need other people for guidance. You're absolutely right. You really don't. However, I will say this, and you tell me what you think about this, Camille. I think that we have examples all around us, good and positive examples. However, we need to understand the, the, the right way to do things, to get the desired result that we want. Because when you're forcing people to do what you think you need, it's not going to work out right. If you don't know how to articulate your, not necessarily hurt, but your desire, and if someone else hear you and they're listening, but they still choose to do something else, they don't care. You need to know that they don't care. So stop Look, watch this. It's like looking for that lost shoe. You, you look in the closet. The shoe isn't there. How many times you go into the shoe? It's like in the refrigerator. Look, the, you ran out of milk last week, right on? Stop opening and closing. Wait a minute. If I close my eyes and pop it open, the milk will be there. No. So we got to not do that with people. Realize that some people ain't going to have the milk that you want. You understand? Yeah. I was about to say, but I do be. I do be looking, you know, 15 times in the closet and then all of a sudden it's right there in my face. I'm like, See, I've been no. in here 10 times. No. Like, who put no. it there? No, no, no. no. That don't happen. <laughs> it really does. It really does. But no, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, but to King's point, uh, yeah, we do need other people uh, for guidance. We need other people. But you have to understand that people have to be when, okay, two things, right? So, Everybody needs guidance. We have those examples, like Seth was saying, that we look to, you know, we have to make sure that they're the right ones. You know, people who are where we want to be, not just somebody who over here jaw japping and ain't done nothing, you know, or want to tell you what you can't do. Mm -hmm. Those people, you know, a lot of times they guide us through fear. 
but let me find somebody who was brave enough to do it and go after that. The second thing is that sometimes, you know, we see something that somebody needs, but they have to be open to, to receiving that, you know, and sometimes you just have to say, okay, like my saying, I always say when I tell my troops, you know, when you get over yourself, I'm here. And I meant that when you figure out that, you know, you can't do it by yourself, or if you need some additional assistance, then I will be here to provide that. But I understand that people have to go through some things themselves. They have to figure it out. They have to f figure out exactly what they need, where they need. You know, sometimes it's pride. Sometimes it's, they just don't know. And they're like, nope, I got it until they figure out they don't have it, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, forcing that on somebody can also have negative repercussions because people need guidance, yes. Um, but sometimes you need to wait until they ask for that guidance um, because they could be on a road of discovery That's and you don't want to, you know, impede that or whatever. So sometimes we have to be patient even when we have the answers, just like yeah. our kids. And, and, and also too, to, to King's point, it says some are, uh, some are leaders and some are followers. Some need to be leaders and others need to be led. But however, <laughs> those individuals that need to be led need to be leadable. You see what I'm saying? Like you're not going to waste time on a fool that think that they how how someone that's blind going to tell me where to go? It, look, regardless of their experience, but if I'm going in this direction and they look in the other direction, telling me where to go, but they're blind, I cannot waste time. And to Cece's point, look, giving someone what they need requires me to be invested. Right? We can't. It, we can't be invested in everyone, which is true, meaning not everybody is our mission, right? But keep this in mind. You're not everybody's mission either. So if someone ain't digging you, it's a reason behind that. But that brings us to our next point, y'all. Now, this is different, but it goes in line. Security. Yes. You see? Security. So what that means is a healthy relationship. And again, we're talking about uh, a relationship as far as loving, intimate, family, work, friends, whatever. Right. But a healthy relationship, you should feel secure. OK. Right. But but security can mean different things. So watch this. They know how to respect your boundaries. You dig? Right. And they feel safe to share their feelings. Now, this goes back and forth. You feel like, you know, you can share your feelings and they can share, share, share theirs. You understand? And and yes, hey, what's going on, Sims? You're absolutely right. So with, with that being said, you have that hey, the feel of the uh, they, they feel physically safe around you and vice versa. It's not about how big or how small a person is, but they feel secure that, you know, you are operating in a positive space where you are protecting them emotionally, if that makes sense. All right. And but your presence, you know, they feel secure with you. And next one is believe they support their uh, 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 your choices. You know what I'm saying? So regardless if I agree with your choice or not, I still support you in that choice, if that makes sense. So just because I don't like what you're doing don't mean I don't like you. Uh, okay, well, listen, you know, you ever heard that saying, if you like it, I love it. That is, that. that's a, uh, it's almost like passive aggressive. You understand? That's passive aggressive. You're right. Security and relationship is based on self-confidence. You're absolutely right. But if 
if someone is doing something that you don't really care for, you don't necessarily have to say, well, if you like it, I love it. You saying, look, well, whatever, you know, I'm just going to rock with you. No, don't be that because what you're doing is you're underlying hating, right? You are. You are. So if you said that, slap yourself when you get off the sanity check and realize that you was hating on somebody. All right. But so how important is that security to you, Camille? Um, security, it, it comes in so many different forms. You know what I mean? And I, I saw what Hugh, Hugh says based on your self-confidence. Um, yes and no. Um, and I say that because you can have a lot of self-confidence, but, you know, that self-confidence, you got to have confidence in somebody else, <laughs> you know, okay. that they're going to be um, doing the things that you need to feel secure. Like I could be as self-confident as I want managing my, my bank account, but do I trust you to do that? You know what I mean? Do I, are you confident enough or do you have the ability to do you know, what you need to do if you say, I want to do this bills, you know, can you balance a checkbook? Um, but anyway, the need to feel secure in my case, um, because I have such a, a long history of abuse, um, that was always a huge thing for me is somebody's ability to protect in terms of being secure, mm -hmm. you know, me. And so there were some people that just wasn't going to make the cut because right. of my prior experience, my prior need, my prior, you know, everything. And so uh, when I look at security, it's in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. But I also had to, to like, to your point, that um, size doesn't mean security or protection. Um, you know, a certain stature doesn't mean security because you, you could have a big old dude with a, a thousand muscles, but he'd be a cupcake. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, then what does that mean for me in terms of that type of physical security? Exactly. Nothing much, you know. Um, but anyway, to your point, um, yes, I think that, you know, it just comes in so many different ways. No, it does. No, I you know, it. like for me, it's funny. For me, it's because of, you know, having spouses or partners that did not, um, were not able to, to handle money. It's a physical thing because of my history of abuse. It's an emotional thing. Are you going to protect my emotions? Am I secure in telling you how I feel without being judged, without being, you know, like, talked about without being all of these things can i trust that if i tell you my deepest secrets that they're going to be safe and secure with you Absolutely. you know so right. there are so many layers that's to what, security right yes. right and, that, and that, that's what that's what we're talking about and so i want to get with these right so to uh to king's point says uh is the need to be secure a necessity and i for think me, yeah. it, it, depend, it depends on the individual and we all have different like for example I, i'm not i don't need my significant other my wife my girlfriend or whatever to 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 fight my battles for me however i'm such a goal-oriented individual and i and if i bounce ideas off of you and they're being shut down to me, they're being shut down to you. They may be, you know, well, I'm just want to give you a different perspective to look at that. That means that if I don't feel secure in telling you that because of how I feel about the way that you see them, I'm not going to, I don't feel secure in talking about the things that I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? So it's different types. And so Herm says, uh, no secure equals going through phones and stuff like that. Now that's insecurity. No, you're absolutely. That's a whole nother show. How another time. But I get what you're saying. But it, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still, it's in the same vein, if you will, because if you trust the individual that you're with you already know you should trust that they're not going to 
hurt you. But what the, the point of the security and the need to have that security is to understand what you need as an individual and being able to uh, smartly explain to the individual that you care about, this is the type of need that I have. Now, again, after you have said all that you have said, after you have done all that you have done, I don't say just stand there and look stupid. Understand that this individual cannot do it. And it provide the security you need. There you go. They cannot. So, you, but you have to understand that if this individual or this situation or this job isn't able to give you that, you pushing it and still creating or, or trying to get something out of it that's not there now, it becomes your fault. Yes. You and see? it makes you more insecure and it's harder no. for you to, 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 you know, move on with the next person with that. Right. And to Richard's um, to point, it is a basic need. That's one of our basic needs is security, excuse me, <laughs> whether it's security and shelter, security and food, <clears throat> man, I don't know what just happened. I think my, um, my allergies, but um, it is a basic need mm-hmm. on so many different levels that we have to feel secure before we can move on and do something else. Absolutely. I'm going to meet myself because I got to cough. No, go ahead. Hand your business. So, so, so look, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about, we're talking about these, um, these needs and the needs to, to be right. We talk about security. We're talking about, um, you know, just uh, being accepted and, and everything, but I want you guys to talk about or to let me know what you think about empathy. How important is empathy? Okay, how important is empathy? And what I mean by that is having empathy means that you can imagine how someone else feel, right? So this is ability to essentially, uh, it's an ability that's essential to uh, relationships, uh, romantic relationships, specifically romantic relationships, but it does, it's not limited to that. But let's use this example, right? Let's say someone forgets your birthday, right? And then you feel angry and hurt, right? After being together for 2011 years, how could they forget? But by using that empathy, you're able to say, hey, um, maybe because this person was working so dang on hard and maybe because these kids are, are going going crazy that they lost sight of the day, right? And so how, why would you put so much on someone without putting yourself in their shoes to say, okay, I can understand. I can understand how you can forget. This is the deal, ladies and gentlemen. And Herm says, yes, it's important if you want to connect with someone. Listen, this is the deal. If someone has been rocking with you for years, or let's say they've been rocking with you for months, either they know you, and they they know you and you know them and they love and trust you or you're starting to learn them and they're starting to love you but let's just say the more realistic someone that you're loving and thopping with you dig and all of a sudden they forget your zodiac sign if you don't get out my face it's 12 of them you dig it's 12 so understand maybe 13 who knows who cares but if you care i want to remember it but charge it to my mind and not my heart. So we have to be able to use that empathy to say, you know what? 
I know Seth is a busy, busy guy, right? I I, I can understand if he forget. A, don't make a habit of it. And let me tell him, hey, I appreciate if you remember this. And then let me get, watch this. Give me the opportunity to say, you know what? Let me put this in my phone because I know how busy I can be. I'm going to make it a priority. Don't hammer me, though, because after that, then I really don't want to remember it. And I don't want to remember your number. You get what I'm saying? So what you think about that that, uh, that empathy? It's very important, as, as most people say, you know, you have to... <laughs> I'm looking at his, but um, you have to to realize that you have to, even if you haven't gone through something, you have to have a level of, you know what, you've gone through it. Yes. Let me listen to you. Let me hear you mm-hmm. out. Let me try to understand your point of view, or you won't get anywhere. You yes. know, it's so hard, and and then it it causes you to shut down. You know, yeah. you don't want to open up to anybody in in a relationship without communication without trust without openness honesty i mean how far do you really go you know you can be with somebody for a long time and never know who they are you know if that's not important to you but you have to be able to somewhat put yourselves in someone else's shoes and when we're dealing with even work relationships or you know personal relationships you know it's really good to get to know the person Mm-hmm. Um, because their past history will tell a lot. We say a lot of times we don't get time. We don't take the time to get to know people. Like I say, even at work when they would walk and I say, Hey, and there's something wrong. I'm like, Oh, oh you come back here. You know, I've said it a thousand times on here because it gives you that connection to somebody that somebody says, you know what, even though this is not what you've gone through, you care enough to ask me about it. You care enough to try to see my point. You care enough to try to help me through. And it really forms stronger bonds and connections with people. And so empathy is just so important. Nobody ever cares about you. Why would you invest in that? Why would you keep Mm -hmm. showing up for work? Why would you keep doing, you know, giving of yourself if they can't even, hey, I know that you've gone through X, Y, and Z. Let me approach this differently. Because so, I know that it does. This doesn't work for you. No, no, I get you. No, you're absolutely right. And what King says does that mean that we need to be known and need to be understood? I don't think. I, you know what? I think that it's about being in a space with someone that is okay not to agree. It's okay for us not to like the same things or not to not not to do it. You know, we don't have to do the, all the same things. However, saying just like to what Camille was saying, just being able to say, oh, all right, I feel you. Or I can see why you would say that. And it's okay. Still, I'm an individual. I can dig what you're saying, but I can, this is my thought process without demonizing or humiliating someone because they don't A, agree with you or don't see the same thing or believe or operate in the same way that you do. For example, if I was doing something, let's, let's just use the birthday thing. If I said, hey, uh, uh, hey, my birthday is April 10th. And by the way, Aries is the, is the, is the <laughs> anyway. So if I said, hey, my birthday is April 10th, right? And I've been knowing you for years. And you ask me two years later, hey, when is your birthday? Just because my birthday is important to me, I have to keep in mind you have a life too. You see what I'm saying? My satellite or my universe 
is moving one way and yours is moving the other way. And But I have to be honest and use empathy to understand that you have other things going on that at least you care enough to bring it up. Right. It, but now if you just keep shunning it, it's like, yo, when I'm going to stop telling you about my birthday and I'm going to celebrate it myself. Now, when I go back or like my next birthday plan on going to like Dubai, if you didn't get it last year when my birthday was, you ain't going to get it this time. Right on. So that, that's what we're talking about. But Sims, he says, he says, if it's always about you, is there any empathy in your life? Right. Not to be confused with sympathy. Yeah, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So empathy, you're being able to get outside of yourself. And like Camille was saying, just by saying, oh, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. That is so small, but so huge. It's that huge. Lets you know, oh, well, then this person is really, you know, here to give me what I think I need. And here, here's a question for you, Camille. <laughs> what do I need to be? I need to be understood. Mm-hmm. I need to be given some sort of space to operate in my, you know, the way I need to. I'm creative mm-hmm. when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I need, um, what else do I need? Security. I need security in several areas of my life, you know, because of my past. <laughs> you know, I might seem like I'm very secure. I have everything that I need, but there are certain things that I I desire from other people to to help me feel a little bit more secure, especially when I'm in a relationship. I need autonomy. <laughs> I need to to be able to think on my own, to be able to do on my own certain things. So I have a lot of needs. I know what those needs are, but it goes with the empathy. You know what I mean? Um, are we taking the time to to get to know that? Um, and even if you don't agree, like I, I could be around people all day, and I say, well, I can't. I need that that space. Okay, well, even though you can be by yourself, then this is what I need. Can we agree that we can't be together all the time? You know, that maybe I can have an hour, two hours or five hours a day by myself to be able to do that. And the rest of the time we can connect, you know. Um, So it it really is empathy. You are stepping outside of yourself. Sometimes it's a compromise depending on what type of relationship is. Sometimes it's just a conversation. Sometimes it's a listening ear. Sometimes it's just I see what you say, but here's another perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, but the fact that you're somebody else is being heard Mm -hmm. it again builds the trust in them it forms those connections it makes that relationship no matter what type of relationship it is so much stronger so and to king's question it says um what about me right what do i need right to be you know what i think at this point of my life there's just once there's just once because I, rem- I I am a firm believer that any need that's outside of myself, if I place it in the hands of man, then it will be fallible. You understand? So I would say I want, I would like someone to embody a certain level of empathy. I would love for someone to uh, embody the uh, uh, the space of security. Like I would love, I would want to have a certain level of security with the individual that uh, you know I'm spending my time with. You get what I mean? I want that. You know what I'm saying? However, the way the reason why I want to be cautious with the the names or the words, the needs and the wants, is because I still have to be able to operate without. You understand? 
I still have to be able to operate without that person giving me what I think I need. You get what I'm saying? So I have to, first of all, understand that I can find it somewhere else, or maybe I need to redirect my focus instead of what we're getting ready to talk about is prioritization. Okay. So that's another need for certain people. So it's pretty normal uh, to want your partner or your friend, coworker, whatever, to make you a priority. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's normal. Oh, like, like that. whatever you got going on, right after you got that going on, I'm next, right? So you want to be, like, you want to know you come first and then that whatever needs that you have that is that it's next in line. You understand what I'm saying? And of course, right? So most people have a few or more significant relationships, right? And from time to time, someone else in their life might need to come through as much as a friend going through like a crisis or family member experiencing like a rough patch or whatever the case it is. But in general, though, if you don't feel like a, a priority in their life, you probably feel as though they don't uh, value your presence, right? And that can make you wonder why you even bother in the relationship. You see, so we need to be, we need to be uh, we need to be aware of our levels of priority and where we place people and where we are placed. You understand? So, what 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 do what do you think about that, Camille? Do you understand that? it can be a need for other people to be a priority in your life when they Absolutely. are not. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> two things I had to deal with that, you know, being, <laughs> I remember uh, being in a marriage and that was my like, you know, I just want you to make me a priority. I want you to consider me. Mm -hmm. And that never happened. <laughs> I was always, you know, on the bottom rung. And so I'm like, when am I a priority? And then it came to me when I make myself one. You know, um, and so I started doing all the things that I wanted to do, needed to do, whatever. And then eventually, you know, that relationship didn't work out <clears throat> because I was not a priority ever, it seemed. You know what I mean? No matter what. So um, I had to, to prioritize myself and I had to prioritize my needs and my wants and things like that. Um, and then at the same time, you know, when we want us to be a priority in somebody else's life, um, you would think that it would be reciprocal too, right? That they would be a priority. But there are some people that have more, um, they, they, they're higher on the rung than another person. You know, like I have a friend who may want all of this stuff, but I got kids, you know what I mean? So my kids are my priority. My ability to provide for my kids is a priority. So that may leave you out sometimes. And then for people who are very social like me, you know, I have a few very close friends, but I have a lot of people that call and I don't have enough day hours in a day to talk to everybody and make everybody a priority, plus my job, plus my family and everything like that. And sometimes, my, to be honest, my family suffers. And so I have to uh, keep that in mind, you know, when we're talking about priorities, who am I making a priority? And sometimes I have to carve out that time. But yes, I have people who feel like they should be a priority in my life, but they're not a priority in my life. Mm -hmm. I have higher priorities. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't I think it's the, the, the allergies, y'all. Forgive me. I've been battling. But, um, you know, they think they should be higher 
you know, on that, that list than they are. Um, and so that causes some resentment sometimes or somebody yeah. be like, you ain't make time for me. And I'm like, you know how many people I got to make time for? <laughs> you know you know what? And, and, and that's what I mean. And that is unfortunate. And that goes back to that individual's ego. Okay. So, and it still touches on that empathy because if you don't have empathy, then you won't recognize that an individual have other things going on than you. You understand? Hey, I still love you. Trust me, I do. But there's 24 hours in the day. So if I make it a priority to put you in one of those hours, it's okay. Understand that because you don't, have to have anything, if that makes sense, right? Especially if you have kids, if you have children, and if you have a, you know, you have significant other, let's say you have something going on at home, let's say your, your parent is sick, right? Your, if, your, if your priorities change, individuals that are your friends, significant others, uh, and your coworkers, they need to understand that. And then I'm going to touch on this just a little bit, even though I'm not, you know, in the military in the, anymore, this goes to any type of organization. When you are a supervisor uh, or a supervisor or a superintendent, whatever the case it is, and you know your people, you can realize or be willing to have the conversation if something is happening with the individual that you are or that's working with you or a subordinate of yours, have that open uh, conversation and you will see if their priorities shift at home, chances are they're not able to give you the same output at work because of their priorities has been, you know, uh, uh, moved around. So that happens with conversation then you can say okay cool i know you're going through this at home first let me know what you need okay then i can let you know what i need based off of your limiting you know situation but if you never have that conversation you think it's all about you and what you need and what this job need and you may be talking to your subject matter expert but something is happening in life where they cannot give you what you need so when it comes down to uh, that prioritizing and, and, and understanding thing, it goes both ways. Understand what you need, understand what someone else needs, and be able to adjust, right? And so so everyone gets at least a part of what they need, that compromise. Does that make sense? What you think about that, Camille? Absolutely. I'm, I'm big on that. You know, like I said, um, my thing is reading the body language, seeing what isn't uh, shown and hearing what isn't said. So when I see somebody off, I'm like, hold on. And there's been times when they had to do something. I'm like, somebody else can pick it up or we can take care of it tomorrow. You need to take care of your family mm -hmm. or you need to go home and take care of because if they don't take care of that priority, they cannot come back and take care of yours See. or it'll be done in a manner that just, or they may just mess it up completely because their mind is not focused on that. Mm -hmm. So I'm big on that, giving people the opportunity to take care of, especially when it's like a big thing. Sometimes they just need to talk it through it and you can help them through it. And it's like, Oh, okay. You know, I get it. I can worry about that later. But again, to your point is having that conversation and that's in any type of relationship. Um, you have to have the conversation about priorities because especially when you're in a relationship and your priorities don't align and you don't have that conversation, one person can feel, be left feeling very neglected, right. you know, and it's simply not that I'm not, this is just, I have to get this done for right now. 
I was going to make time for you, but then now it's a big old issue. You know what I mean? So you have to really, um, that communication piece in terms of that uh, priorities, what are your priorities? And that's why, you know, I we used to have family meetings and stuff like that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably sometimes wish I, I did, but you know, it's me and my daughter mostly, but you know, what are our priorities? What do we have big going on in our lives? And when you share that kind of stuff, then you can see, Hey, well, maybe I need to, instead of wanting them to give, make me the priority, maybe I need to support them because this really is bigger than what I got going on, Mm -hmm. you know? So that open communication is super, super uh, important in terms of that priorities. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So this last one we're going to talk about is um, something that we all know, right? We all know and we want, but we don't necessarily always respect that. And what it is, family, is space. Mm. So connection is important, right? With the individuals that you're with, but so is space, all right? So space within relationship means that you both have the freedom, right? To do your own thing when you want to. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? All right. So you, you feel supported, uh, but you know that you can make your own choices. So it's not just physical space, but it's also emotional space. Okay. So this also means that you still enjoy, you know, you enjoy some type of privacy and this privacy can mean separating uh, space to work or relax at home, all right? Separating those spaces at work or at home. But it also means, like I said, that emotional uh, privacy. So what I mean by that, uh, family, is that sometimes individuals have that need to separate, not necessarily separate within a whole relationship, but hey, I need to go do this that doesn't require your space, and it is okay. That goes back to security and insecurity. You need to understand just because a person say, hey, I'll be back. I need to go take care of something. Don't mean that they're going out doing A, B, C, and D with everybody else. If you feel that way, ask yourself why. And if that is a strong feeling, remove yourself. You see, remove yourself in, in the relationship. Because what will happen is, you will create a realm of negativity based off of your insecurity, you see? And regardless of what it is, the past, you are, if you are still choosing to be in a relationship with said person, understand that if an individual needs that space and that time, if you if they have to force it to get it, then everything else is going to be a force and it's not going to be a loving relationship. So support space. And there's a lot of times when an individual goes and, you know, they do their whole little woo-saw type thing. They need that space and time to recharge. And then within that space without you, they start to miss you. You get what I'm saying? Look, I can't miss you if you stay in my face all the time. Look, go somewhere. If you don't, let me go and chill out, right? Let me go and and, and get a stogie or get a little bit of num-num juice, right? To get my mind off of everything. And then let me come back and then you can be in my face. You understand? But we need to celebrate that and respect each other's space. What you think, Camille? 
Absolutely. I think when King asked me, that's one of the things I said was I need space. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because I need space to think. I need space to mess up. I need space, you know, mentally mess up, just let it all out um, to regroup my thoughts. Um, I don't when I have a lot of things going on on the outside, it's hard for me just to really kind of focus on what I need and what I want and, you know, where I'm going and my goals. And so I require space and um, I don't have to go anywhere. I've learned that, you know, especially those of us with kids around, you can't just, you know, be dropping off your kids all the time or just leaving them at home. You can't do that. Um, but I can mentally check out. <laughs> I can be in the same room and mentally space out because I had to create that. A lot of people see me like, you know, now here we're all on these podcasts and things like this or video casts. Um, there's three I'm doing a week now. Plus, I have some other stuff going on. You know, my hands are in a thousand pots. And so um, I have to really just kind of people think that I'm very, very outgoing, which I am. Don't get me wrong. Um, outgoing is not synonymous with extrovert. Mm -hmm. So I am not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And so I recharge when I'm by myself, when I have space, I recharge when I can just literally lay on my bed and look at the ceiling and think, you know, mm -hmm. that's how I recharge. And so uh, people don't understand that I don't have to be filled with a lot of stuff. I really, if you want me to be creative, if I need to get something done, I need space. Mm -hmm. I need space from things, from noise, too many noises. If I got conflicting things, even that sends me into a tizzy so I need quiet and I need space and sometimes that's on a walk you mm -hmm. know I get my best ideas when I'm outside walking and I can't wait to do that again so mm -hmm. space is important for so many things and just to breathe sometimes mm -hmm. just to breathe yeah yeah so you know, it's not it, it, it's so necessary I know what I like to do is get up early in the morning like four five sometimes mm -hmm. and, and just go Right. Go. I either, you know, hit the gym and, and get it all out and it, whatever the case it is, just so individuals or friends, family, whatever, don't feel a way when I need to go. And like right in the middle of the day, sometimes people feel as though when the sun is up, it's your service to everybody else. If that makes sense, it's almost like your telephone. For some reason, people feel as though your telephone is access is for the world to have access to you no that's the opposite it's for you to have access to the world because if i so choose to cut it off uh i don't want to hear it you dig and look if you ain't paying my phone bill it's because i want to cut it off or whatever the case it is so we have to find ways to uh uh create the space that we need and those that's in a relationship with this friendship or whatever the case it is they need to understand that and respect that especially if they want the best version of you you cannot get the best version of someone when you are constantly up in their grill you understand you can't do that and then ask yourself why do you need to be in somebody's face all the time if that makes sense like what else do you have going on? You know, maybe you might want to go and do that. You know what I'm saying? It is okay. It's healthy, y'all. And I'm saying this in just, but we have to understand that we came into this world essentially alone. But we find time, we can utilize that space to connect back to us, 
right? To give you the better version of us, the best version of us. But if we don't have that, that, that isolation time, we don't have room to do that. And so the question is, when do we do it? Well, I think it's important to note when we're talking about this belonging, you know, you have to know again, to Hugh's point, you got to know who you are. There are some people who are extroverts and they recharge um, by being around people. There are people Mm -hmm. that cannot be alone. They, you know, I don't know the whole reason that's just how they feel they're most comfortable. They, they're Mm -hmm. creative. They're all this when they're in a group setting. So, you know, when we're talking about belonging and the need to be, um, maybe you need to find a person who is a little bit more understanding or a little bit more like you instead of getting with that person who wants to smother you all the time. It's nice to feel needed and wanted and everything like that. But at the end of the day, if their need is to have that space and you can't, you know, by the way you're made up, can't afford them that space. Maybe, you know, because like I said, for me, if I don't have space, I will start fighting. Mm -hmm. Uh, not you know physically but like mentally and i'm like i just need space i need to get away i don't want to be around nobody i don't want to talk i don't want to open up my mouth i don't want nobody you know breathing next to me or anything like that um and because i feel constrained even in my thoughts Mm -hmm. because that's the time when i'm honest with myself about a lot of things Mm -hmm. that i don't and then you know you have somebody around i know this sounds silly (laughs) but you know i'm having my own conversations in my head and i'm like they sit there you're like they judging me about my thoughts (laughs) you know i just want to be able to be free with you know let them out into the atmosphere without them having to bump up against nothing you know even mentally you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. even mentally so you know, some people don't require space and they're those smothering types and things. And they feel like everybody should be like that because I need so much affection and attention. Somebody else does too. No, <laughs> we don't all need it. Even if I'm outgoing, I'm fun. I like to get out there and be around people. When I go home, mousy, like mousy. Mm-hmm. That's where I work. No, no, I get you. I get you. And you know what? With that being said, I, 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 I understand that. I it's situational as far as being an introvert and an extrovert, right? And so I can do both, but I understand when I need to do both because just like what you're saying, you will you will start to fight. To me, I will get I will start to get irritated. irritated. Like I can sit there and be like, why are you blinking so hard? Oh, so loud! Like what is going on? What's up with your eye? click 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 click? You see, that means it's my problem. You dig? That's what I mean I by need, fight. I need to go. Because your eyelids sound like doors closing. Why are you swallowing so loud? Why why you got to take so many big... Why are you breathing so much? Why are you chewing so loud? Why are you chewing so loud? Listen, why why, why are you breathing? See? So that means I need to... You see what I'm saying? I need to know myself to go on and get away. Get out there. You understand? Because if you don't have that space you will start to create things that's not there. To get the space. I'm, I'm creating the argument so I can walk out the house exactly. and be able to breathe. And you shouldn't have to do that. Like, you know what? Uh, look, I don't even like the way that you looked at that picture. I'm gone. What? You see what I'm saying? So we need to understand that we need we, we need to have that communal and that individuality. You understand? Sometimes, and, and I'm, I'm not lying. Look, like, why are you breathing? Like, really? Like, like, do you got to suck up my air? It's cool over here. Now it's hot when it come out your mouth. Why is that? Oh, I need to chill. But it, it, it is a, it's an individual thing. It's an individual thing. And it, look at it. 
viewers, my time is yes, your time is vital. And but but we need to understand that we cannot be everything to everybody, and everybody can be everything to us. And this is another thing too. And I I, I give this to you guys uh, out of love. Please understand this: that you have to understand if you cannot be everything to everyone. Just be the best version of you that you can be. Invice, all right? Invice. Because it's individuals that have that need to be. You cannot securely provide that need to everybody because it's not in your molecular structure. Like if someone needs validation from me every day, they are going to be highly, highly frustrated. You know why? Because I ain't set up like that. This what this is what Seth does, okay? This is what Seth does. Hey, I see what you're doing. Right on. And I'm gone. Listen, that's it. If you want me to sit there and tell you how great you are and how the world is not going to be able to turn because you because because since you're doing such a great job, you are creating a whole better ecosystem in that you know the 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 the, the world hunger is not I don't got time for that and I was that's not you feel me? So yeah. understand what you can give to people and and smartly communicate to that person what you can give to them. But it has to be a respect there so we both know. What do you think about that, Camille? That, that's important because it goes back to self, right? Yes. So even though we have basic needs, we have human needs of connection, we have human needs of being accepted and things like that. Um, it starts with self. You know, yeah. I don't need somebody to validate everything that I do. You know, if I'm doing a project for something, of course, I want their validation that this is on the right track. But, you know, at the same time, I, you know, am confident in a lot of my abilities and things like that. Um, again, you have to give yourself what you're expecting from others too. you know, self-love, self-acceptance, self-validation, self-determination, self-development, all of those things start with self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, you know, when you need, you have to, and it's really peeling back the onion, you know, this need that I have, where's that stemming from? Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell you that the need for certain types of security and things like that, I can tell you exactly where it came from because I've taken the time to peel back that onion and say, why is this so important? You know, I just shared a little bit about you. You know, my bank account got wiped out a couple times, you know, went in there and I done saved all this money and boom, it's in the negative. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? And so my partner now has to have some sort of money management skills. You know, security is not just about, you know, I had a guy friend, he said, um, uh, we were talking about, you know, being together, or whatever. And he was like, well, and I asked him about work. What happens when you retire? He was like, well, if my first job ain't cutting it, then it becomes my second job. I'm like, boom, that's the kind of dude I need right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that that you will do whatever it takes to provide a home for your family, you know, with or without me, that that's how you feel this is your responsibility, that that's security for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Physical security for me because of my history of abuse. There are so- certain things that I need, um, but I'm able to communicate that. And so, um, but it starts with self. And that was that introspection, that getting to know who I am, what makes me tick, why I do certain things, you know, whatever that I can share that with whoever I'm bringing into my circle Absolutely. or whatever circle I'm trying to get into. Absolutely. So. And, and it is, it is, it all starts with self, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but it, they get, what we're talking about is the need to be and whatever it is, ultimately is the need to be 
loved. You understand that it is a need to be loved. And there's so many different types of love out there. But what we have full control over is how do we explain that love to an individual that we love? You see, so we can't expect individuals to just uh, arbitrarily guess how we want to be loved. No, we need to talk about it and say, hey, this is how we we want to. This is how I want to be loved. And this is two two type of conversations or maybe same conversation, but two different subjects. This is what I need to be loved and able for me to feel love. Right. I can feel love this way. However, this is the opposite. This is how I feel that you are not loving me when situations like this happen. You, you get what I'm saying? So we have to be able to uh, 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 to have that conversation and not, 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 not place the blame on, from your last relationship, occupation, or friendship on a new situation, relationship, or occupation. Because if you're still, if you're trying to build a new house with those old bricks, what you think you're going to get? The same house. You understand what I'm saying? So get rid of the bricks that was built in your old relationship. Remember them. You understand? Remember them, but get rid, rid of them and build better ones based off of the knowledge from yes. the last relationship. However, if you do not know how to smartly explain what has happened and then you, re, you, you recreate the whole situation, this person that you may be with may not even know what you went through, but their values and morals are so different than yours, you're going to equate them to your last relationship that you didn't even tell them about. You get what I mean? So that's when it comes down to ownership and knowing what we need for love and how to be loved. And even how, and you know, I find myself sometimes, you know, saying like, I'm trying to tell you how, you know, to talk to me. I'm trying to teach you how to love me. I'm trying to teach you how to, you know, like, show me that thing. These are the ways that I can accept it, you know? And if you continue to do something that I've already expressed to you several times, like you said before, that I can't, I can't receive that, you know, and something is going to have to change because if I can't receive it, then no matter how many times you do it, I can't receive it. And I'm Mm -hmm. telling you that for a reason, you know? And, and so it's like, if you just listen, you can't do that. I don't know if that's how you use, I don't know who used to talk like to like that, but you can't talk to me like that. You know, I'm I'm not that girl and I'm not your kid, you know, or you cannot do these things to me because this is, and, and I have to be honest, this is my past. I'm not bringing it into it. I'm trying to tell you what it is to stop it. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. I don't have to go there again, that this is a trigger for me. So mm-hmm. please don't do that, you know? And so it's hard when people don't accept that from you when you're trying to to tell them, I'm trying to teach you about yes. me. And you know, that you know? Makes, that, that's the key too, because if I'm explaining to you, <laughs> when I'm sitting here explaining to you what it is that I need or what it is I like or don't like, that means that I care. You understand? That means that I care enough to explain that to you. This isn't an argument. This isn't a debate. It doesn't matter how I say it. I can put it in a text message. If I say this is what I don't like and I'm sharing that with you, that means I'm giving you what 
I believe you need to understand not to do this anymore, or this makes me feel away. Now, because I value this relationship enough value that relationship. I don't want to lose it. Right. So, so I want to tell you. Exactly. So, but if I do it, text, communicate, drawing pictures, snail mail. You dig uh, uh, with the pigeons, Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Just so you can get it and you still don't get it. I need to hold myself accountable and say, self, what's going on? They're not no. getting it. Are you sure? They're not getting it. Okay. So then I need to stop investing in that conversation and stop expect. And that'll be something else. Us expecting someone to get us. Stop it. You understand? Our expectations for other people will be our demise. Yes. <laughs> if you understand that. Absolutely. Understand what people show you, except that that's who they are. But after you give someone something, say, hey, this is what I need. You can't expect them to give you what you say you want. Just, hey, just say, all right, I'll let you know. And I'm okay. Yep, I, I feel the same way. That's just so important. Sometimes, you know, you have to know when to say when, you know, <laughs> because some people just don't want to get it. And I always say, if I've told you a hundred times, you said you hear me and you keep doing it, you don't want to get it, which means that you don't value this relationship enough to do what it takes to stay here, you know. Um, and it's different for me. Again, I need to be able to do what I do to think on my own, to make my own choices about certain things when it affects me. When it affects other people, then I need to bring it in and we need to talk about it. But if you continue to buck up against that, you know, like I said, in my previous relationships, and it was like, you don't even care. You, I, I finally get it that I am not a priority to you. This relationship is not a priority to you. So I have to be my own priority. And so I have to to leave here because I know I'll never get what I, there you, you know, go. what I need in this relationship. So, you know, you got to cut ties, but uh, we all have a need to be. You know, we all have a need, an innate need to be in so many different ways, but how you express that, what you allow uh, to come into your life, what you, um, you know, decide, do I have to flip and flop or whatever the case may be, that's up to you. That's right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the need to be, understand who you are and understand those individuals that's in your surroundings and understand when individuals cannot get it. When they cannot get it or they refuse to get it, that's who they are. But we appreciate y'all for watching this. Make sure y'all tune in. Go to Roku or Amazon Fire. Download Lions Pride Network. Okay, it's the channel. And if you don't want to watch this, you can always listen to us. Okay, make sure and leave you leave a review. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, leave a review. I put that information in our um, in the chat. But again, you can listen to this later on at www.thelionspride21.com. Okay. And we do appreciate y'all. We're going to see y'all again next week. Right on. Right on. See ya. Um, later.